Hi, we are the infamous Crystal Maze team of 1994, who managed to lock in all of their members on the first puzzle, otherwise known as Step Tax. And welcome to this week's podcast, we're going back to our usual format, and with me I have uh, Bevan. Hello. And I also have Chris. Hi, I'm here as well. Yay. Uh, we're all back. That's your catchphrase. Yes. Everyone Again. is here. Everyone is here, aside from Except... Johnny. <laughs> yeah, and George. And several others. Yes, who have yet to actually make an appearance. Everyone or... is here except the ones who aren't. Yes, yes. that's that's how it tends to work. Accurate, yep. Close enough. Everyone is here, close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Um, do we want to continue with the usual format as we are back to our normal format this week? Yes, yes. <laughs> we should talk about what we've been doing this we play- week. Yeah, what have what have we all been playing? Chris, I would like you to start. All right, what have you been so... playing? I've been playing a few things. First, Johnny and I streamed Dark Souls. It was yes. good. We had a yeah. successful we had a successful stream. Johnny showed me that he's good at the game and he beat a boss all by himself. Hey. I was really I was really proud of him. Aww. And it didn't even take him that many tries. <laughs> How many? Um so it's four. a boss that you can only do single player because okay. you have to essentially ah. return to the t- the tutorial zone. Oh, so the 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 um the cave with oh hang on is it the big fat dragon the asylum? Uh, yeah, the big the big fat asylum demon. There's another okay. one downstairs. Right. Okay. Um, but that one is a bit tougher. So yep. you can't summon people there. So um, at the he end of our he... stream last time, I suggested to Johnny that we should go and do that, as he drops mm. um basically the final upgrade material for your weapons. Okay. And I managed to one shot him, which. Is fine because I have lots of experience fighting that guy. <laughs> okay. In fact, most of the time I go and I... do him immediately, like as soon as I can. Yeah, get him out. Uh, but Johnny, Johnny took Johnny maybe three, four attempts. That's good though, right? Like <coughs> I was really impressed. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad he is. Uh, I'm I'm very glad he has managed yeah. to pick up the not slack, but um, you know, the mantle of Mister Dark Souls. Yeah, he's he's getting good. To be honest, I don't. I'm starting to think he doesn't need me anymore. <gasps> but the stream, yeah. Oh, the go, the stream go. will go on. Oh, okay, good. That would be amazing if it went on. Thank you. It's entertaining. It, it, <laughs> it is will good it will continue, and hopefully, it'll continue into Dark Souls too. It is as good well. edu edutainment for someone who can't play those <laughs> games for shit. <laughs> I take it you dropped Sekiro then. No, I I haven't actually picked it back up again. I I do need to pick it back up. But Fair no, enough. I think with me secure, I I think I find that like the idea of it just being a straight, a bit more linear, is I think a good thing for me. And the idea that there's no real like stat thing, stat points for it, as, like properly as much as there is Dark Souls in Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I mean Dark Souls okay. is very much kind of build whatever you want. Yeah, whereas secure, you're sort of no, you're this guy. That's it. You're done. But yeah, it's all going well. Give it another couple of months and I'm sure we'll have finished. Anything else? You said a few uh, things. Yes. Uh, so uh, I picked up uh, Dragon's Dogma since that just came out on the Switch. Yeah, you said you picked up for both Switch and, uh, and PC. On Steam. So yeah. I played it for a bit on Switch. Uh, seemed interesting, you know, it was, uh, but it was playing at like 30 frames per second and only like 720p. So I thought, well, if I'm going to play it, I might... I might as well play it good. Yeah, time to PC on... master race it. 
kinda, picked up on PC. Looks much prettier. Yeah. Uh, but apparently the... Um, well, obviously, compared to the brand new Switch version, the PC version is much quieter in terms of its multiplayer. Oh, okay. there's, not, I... there's not really anything in the way of multiplayer. To just give a brief summary of um, Dragon's Dogma, it's, um, it's not really like Dark Souls. It's, it's a kind of Western medieval fantasy made by Capcom. Which yeah, I, feels very similar to Monster Hunter. Um, in fact, it's it feels kind of like the kind of predecessor to the kind of combat you get in Monster Hunter these days. Hmm. No, I've, I've I've heard it's a bit of a. It is. I'm pretty sure I own it on Steam. I'm pretty sure that came from a bundle of some sort. Um, but from what I hear, it's it's a pretty much a, a console cult classic that came to PC, and when it came to PC, everyone freaked out and was like, "Yes." Yeah, it's um, it's enjoyable, but it's it feels a, a little dated in some ways. The mm. combat is really fun, but um, the game doesn't really believe in fast travel, um, <laughs> and the great. world is very large. Yeah, and it's a very long <laughs> game, and um, the builds. So rather than having kind of like open ended builds like in Dark Souls, um, uh, Dragon's Dogma has essentially. Uh, nine classes, which you can you can swap into at will at any mm. time. You know, you you could start off as like um, an archer and then decide actually no, I want to be a I want to be a wizard, and then just switch class. So that yeah, you're not tied down as much as you are by the sounds of things in dark. Yeah, so like once you start building into something, you can still go actually. Yeah, like no, you get um you. Depending on what class you're playing, you, you'll get more kind of base stats based off of that class. So if you're playing like a warrior, you'll get more health. Whereas if you're playing a wizard, you'll get more magic power. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I found myself completely spoilt for choice in the game. Like I, <laughs> sort of... I, I spent like two hours in the character creator. <laughs> to be fair though, Chris, that is half of your gaming experience all over. Yeah, it was pretty standard for me. I spent a couple, you know, a couple of hours on the character creator. Finally, chose my character. As soon as I got them into a cutscene, didn't like them, but I thought oh, I'll stick with it. Yeah. Uh, played uh, an hour or so into the game, uh, where you get uh, to another main selling point of uh, Dragon's Dogma, which is uh, you essentially have a second character. It's it's uh, purely an NPC AI driven character. Oh, they're called pawns, as in yeah, that was P-A-W-N. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I heard about this on on one of the uh, one of the other podcasts that I listened to. Um, and I think the the quick look from Giant Bomb was talking about the same the same thing. So we'll see, they were covering the Switch version. Yeah, it's it's a cool system, but then I realised it was even more spoiled for choice. Yeah, you got to create a second then, character. Then basically. I ended up spending. No joke, six hours searching on the internet. You know what? What kind What's of the best comp- pawn? Well, what what compositions work best? Like if I if I'm going for an archer character, do I, you know, do I get a wizard to buff me, or do I get an, uh, a warrior to tank, um, you know, to tank the enemies? But apparently, tanking doesn't really work in this game, so it doesn't really matter. There's a lot of, I guess. I guess that's the one good thing about picking it up now is there's there's going to be a lot more information out there that's available for things oh, like that. Oh, absolutely! You know, there's eight years worth of information on this game. 
Yeah. Jeez, I didn't realize it was that old. Uh, I think, no, I think it was 2012 that it came out. The original or the PC version? The original. The PC version, I think, was 2016. Yeah, 2016 sounds about right for the uh, for the PC version. Yeah, because um, I I'm sure I remember that coming up coming out. Uh, 2013 for the original release. Oh, okay, my mistake. No, no, still it's still there's uh, either way there's a good as you said there's a good amount yeah. of information out there for everything. Um, um so in so you can create one pawn of your own which will be like a permanent uh, second character for you, but you can also summon up to two others to form a party with you at will. Uh, those other pawns uh, can be shared with other players on um, in essentially the nexus. Yeah, like a like a, an area that. Yeah, so you yeah. you you hop into this weird nexus area, and other players' pawns will kind of wander up to you, be like, "Hey, do you want to re- recruit me?" Mm. And so, um, you also earn re- rewards for bringing them with you. Okay. I mean, not not only does it make your your life easier, but um, you know, depending on the the skills they have equipped or the the equipment they have uh, they're wearing, you know, it can make your life much easier. You can also send your pawn out into the nexus so that they can be doing missions for you and bringing you back rewards. You know, other players might give it an item as thanks, and that comes back to you. Oh, okay, so or, it's, it's almost like um. Sending Pokemon holding items in a way. Kind of. If the Pokemon um, also brought back like a currency as well. Yeah. Based Obviously, on how many yeah. based on how much they'd been used. Okay. That's actually kind of an interesting aspect. It's an it. it's an interesting system, but it does um it does lead you down a rabbit hole of well, the porn I create has to be interesting enough for people to choose. Yeah. Which also lends yeah. you to another six hours of looking stuff yeah. up. And if you're stuck with that character for the whole game, you know, mm. do I go for some kind of cosplay pair? You know, do I do I go Mario and Luigi or you know, Link <laughs> Link and Zelda? Um, Logan and X twenty three. That was a cool one I saw. Oh, okay. It's... These are actual ones that like you. I I thought you were kind of making a joke, but these are actual like char- like people created. Yeah. Hot. So many different. So many different options. So right, I found cool. myself completely spoilt for choice. Restarted the game. Uh, played it a bit on Switch. Restarted that one as well. <laughs> I've now put about 30 total hours into, into both... Um, both versions. Into both versions. That's good. As in, in, to- in total, not each. Um, and have only got past the first boss. So... How much of I'm guessing quite a lot of that was character creation in general. Uh, most mostly, yeah. But the the other ones, mostly. Cool. Is there anything else? Um, I mean, I've I've already been talking for a while, so I'll I'll refrain <laughs> from continuing. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Bevan, your turn. Huh? What? The- All right, prick. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to meme a bit because that was it's a, fun. That was a long conversation that I knew nothing about. So, um, yeah, I've I've been one of those moods, been in one of those moods where I have no idea what I want to play. So I've been jumping between so many different things. Um, I'd say mostly racing games. So I've been playing a lot of Project Cars Two and Assetto Corsa in VR, and then I've been doing some. 
uh, automation, which is like where you design cars and engines and shit. It's quite fun. And then Production Line, which is an indie game still in early access, which is, as you'd expect, creating the production line and production process for cars, but not necessarily designing the cars. A lot of car stuff, basically. Lots of car stuff. Um, <laughs> there was something else that I was playing, but I can't off the top of my head remember what it was however if i go into my recent list on steam uh no that was no that was it that was it (laughs) f1 2018 today but like no that's it pretty much lots of racing stuff um i've got a question about production line actually yeah shoot a bit bit of an odd one is it considered an, an idle game at all I don't know if you you get what I mean by that. As in, does it have waifus? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Like, do I, you I mean, do you set it up and then you leave it to run? Oh, yeah, right, yeah, idle, yeah. Like, not idle. idle, not not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I D L E, not I D O L. Am I spelling that right? Probably not. Whatever. Yes, yes you're fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To a certain extent, I suppose so, yes. Uh, I, who else has it that's on my list? Oh, okay, my brother, apparently. Um, yeah, it's basically the way I've done it, because like, you can create your own, what they call, scenarios in there. So you can almost, you can design your own map, and then you can design, um, and then and then you can change how far ahead uh, competitors are, and how much money you start with, and stuff like that. Okay. So what I did was... I wanted to make an electric car company, a dominating mm-hmm. one, um, much like what I want Tesla to be. And I ended up just giving myself a load of money, a massive, massive factory that I could buy different parts of as I as I went. Yeah. And I pretty much just paused the game, set it all up, designed it all, and then just went for it. Um, but as the game has been... Because obviously it's early access, it's in development yes. at the moment. Yeah. So as more and more updates have come out, I've been expanding my factory. And today, what I've actually been doing um, is I, I managed to... I found a good method for me to be able to make a lot of money quickly. Completely legitimate. It's just building a, a supercar and then selling it for crazy amounts of money. Anyway, that, that, that got me... That like a way to make money. I was going to say, yeah. that sounds like real life. I, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that got me up to uh, like a hundred million or something. Mm-hmm. So I then decided to pause the so game. You sold one car. <laughs> no, no, you can't bump it up that much. All right, but, it was all right. It was ten cars. No, yeah. it's quite a few, quite a few supercars. Right. But any and and my normal cars as well. So I was selling all of those, making yeah. steady profit. Got up to a hundred million today, and just went right. Pause. Sold everything. So I'm starting from scratch, and I've I've just been rebuilding everything. Because you can manufacture a load of the parts and a load of the um, like the resources for the parts that you need to build, okay. but some of it you have to import. And then you get these, uh, you can get little supply areas, uh, stockpile areas where you um, you can import into there, or you can get your manufacturing departments to export into them. And if you keep them near the production lines, the production lines pull from there, and it just makes everything a whole lot more efficient. Okay. And of course, I've been building around that and not doing it in the right order. So I've been sort of, I see where the issues are and then go, okay, I'll try to fix it. Let me just move this over and try and fit one in here and blah, blah, blah. But now that I've learned all that, I'm redesigning with that in mind and being like, okay, here's all my supply stuff for this bit. Here's it for the next bit. Here's all my manufacturing. They can ship it all over to there and here's an overflow and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, 
with my mounds of money, I'm going to make the most efficient production line I can make and try and get some more achievements in that game. So you also, if I remember, it was for this game, I think, you bought the Doors That Go Like This pack. Yes, I so, absolutely adore <laughs> the name of that DLC. So it's literally Chris, called Doors That Go Like This. Yeah, Chris, to <laughs> give see. you some context, I think you can get it, but it's it's basically a bunch of doors for the cars that he's building that are essentially DeLorean-style doors. Gullwings. Plus, yeah, Gullwings. Gullwings, and, Scissor, and, and Butterfly, I think they're called. Yeah, so doors that don't open normally. Non-standard yeah. doors. Yeah, which I think is is the name of the pack is the best part of that, really. Yeah. Um, uh, but I it was about to ask, you know, when are we going to get like sliding doors for cars and then realised vans exist? <laughs> yeah, but for cars, it'd still be pretty good. I just don't know how if it would work very. Oh, well. that went so well with the Peugeot three double oh eight. Yeah, there's a that that happened. Yeah, there's it's a little um I think it's a little four seater, but it's like it had electric doors that slid because it was it was aimed at old people. Uh, because obviously they keep opening their doors into other people's cars, so it's just <laughs> like it's a really tight space. It's really easy to get out, and yeah. <laughs> Except if what you're in if the, back, right? <laughs> the doors slid down. Uh, BMW did that under the car. BMW did that kind of. That sounds really because like I was making like a joke. Wide... I know yeah, you were cause... making a joke, but I'm telling you that it exists. BMW Z1, I think it was. Oh God! It That's... was. It was the Z1. Yep. <laughs> oh dear God! BMW. All right, what does that look quick. like? It is a uh, not a pretty car. Oh, oh is... Christ! It's horrible. It, it has That's... not aged well. That's something out of a TV show. All the pictures I'm looking at, and it just have no doors. <laughs> <laughs> It just looks like it has a chunk cut out of it. It looks. You gotta have people. It looks like a no, go kart. The little least... sideboard, <laughs> the sideboard on the on the sides, obviously where where the doors go into. That's so deep. But then you gotta look at it and look how far so how do down the seat goes. How do that you mean... get in and out of it though? Then, like, do you just? I think they're electric or hydraulic. The... Oh yeah, no, you have to like stand up in the car. That's dumb. That's rude. Every picture I'm seeing of this car being driven, they've not, they've essentially not closed the doors. Yeah. Yeah, it's just easier like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Do I have doors? All it's right. a convertible. What is, what's, right. what's, what's, Doug Demiro has done a video of that, so I'm going to watch that later. There, there is a, there is a, like a, a nice. If I was going to own any version of this car, I think I found the only version I would ever buy. I and wouldn't. It's like a, it's look again. If I was going to, if I had to. The undercarriage of this car looks like a boat. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing looks kind of like a boat. Okay, the doors are electric. I can confirm that. Cool. Still need to stand up in the car to get the fuck out, which is just What, <laughs> what if your battery dies? <laughs> yeah. Can't close your door. I'm can't, sure there's can't a manual override. Door. Can't open it. Got, yeah. I mean, Stuck. to be fair, if your, doors are cl- if your doors are closed, by the looks of things, you could just stand up and jump, o- jump over them. God, that window goes down quick though. When you open the door, it just like disappears. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough about that. Car. Yeah, but back to yes. our audio-only podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about things people can't see. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's good fun though. It's nice, relaxing work. I think I quite like games that have uh monetary value in game. I mean. So stuff like City Skylines as well, I really like because because it gives you a live readout of management you know, sims. Yeah, management sims. I love management sims. Do you want me That's to it. bother talking about the stuff that I've been playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, go ahead. 
lots of Elite Dangerous. Like, I have jumped in very deep back into that. I, um... It's weird. I feel like playing it in VR makes your eyes tired. Yeah. Um, but... No, uh, I've jumped super hard back into Elite Dangerous uh, to the point where I've been hunting down systems. I, like, I've got a complete goal in mind where I'm hunting down systems that Thargoids, the aliens in 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 the Elite, uh, I guess, universe or whatever, um, have been like, you know, they go around, they fuck shit up, and then you can go to those systems. And not only do they have conflict zones where you can fight them if you've got the anti-alien weapons, which you have to get to a certain rank to be able to buy and stuff like that, um, but you can also go and rescue people from uh, from like stations that are essentially blowing up or on fire. Nice. And it's 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 kind of a nice little role play thing. So I ended up um, flying to one of these systems, finding a station just beforehand that wasn't on fire. Um, Buying what's called a dolphin, so that's a passenger liner uh, ship. Uh, outfitting it with taking all the cargo space out, outfitting it with a bunch of ca- uh, passenger cabins, and just ferrying people back and forth to the rescue ship and back. Um, the only issue you have is that when you're going into one of these stations, obviously normal station stuff doesn't apply. Um, so even if you have an automated docking computer, it's not going to work. You have to dock yourself. And you also want to have a few heat sinks because, well, they're on fire. <laughs> you get you, you, Your shit gets hot real fast. Um, Makes sense. So, yeah, popping a heat sink is fine. How are they fine. on fire in space? Uh, yes. Don't, look, Thargoids. I, I'm space doing, fire. It's an audio-only yes. pod. It's an only audio only podcast, but you know the guy that says aliens. Replace the word aliens with thargoids, and, and sure. there you go. Okay, that'll do. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of elite. I I want to basically. I was doing that um, partially to rescue people and feel good, um, but also because I'm trying to get my rank up within. Um, Chris, you'll like this bit. Um, within the Imperial Empire. Yeah, it's not it's not Star Wars, but love a good empire. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I want a ship called the Imperial Clipper. It's a big fuck off ship that's multi-purpose, but I want it to be used. I'm going to use it for bounty hunting. It's incredibly fast. It's not the like, best name. No, it's not. But the it's Nail very fast. Clipper. <laughs> Imperial Clipper. It's just it not a very help. intimidating name, you know. It's oh, not no, like it, the Venator. To be fair, it doesn't look intimidating either. That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> like it's this bright white, uh, like ship. It's not. It's not. You know, but you know, lots of elite dangerous. Um, really have dove into that pretty hard. Um, also on Switch, I picked up a uh, box boy and box girl. Ah um, yes, which is uh, it's it's somewhat easy but it is it's really fun it's just these little puzzle games uh, puzzle games puzzle levels where so to to clarify it's basically box boy and box girl is um i believe a series that came on the, came out originally on the i want to say the 3ds um i i'm probably going to be wrong with that but i'm pretty sure they both like those games originally started on the on the 3ds 
And basically, you are a bo- you either play as box boy or box girl. You get the choice to play as either. It doesn't affect anything aside from the cosmetics that you can wear. Yes, there are cosmetics for the game, <laughs> which include things like hats and like monocles and mustaches and all sorts of stuff. Um, but basically, you create boxes out of yourself um, to be able to solve puzzles. Essentially, to be able to get to uh, an end goal at the end of each level. There is so much content in this game, and it costs less than a tenner. Like, it is wow. so cheap for the amount of content in there. And it's a fairly simple puzzle game, but yeah, at the it's... same time... I mean, it's just black and white with lines, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, not like, it's not like it would take much to create a ton of levels for it, I imagine. Yeah, but it's, so. it's the price for the, the amount of content is... Uh, is is pretty pretty cheap and and is good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's much else I'm playing. More Overwatch because the event's still been on, uh, still on till Tuesday I think. Um, lots more of that, but yeah, mainly to be honest, Elite Dangerous quite a lot. Um, cool. I really yeah. do need to jump back into that. I like after this. If you want to come jump in and help me rescue people from Thargoids, you may have to travel a little while to get where I am. Um. To be fair, I've got, a, to... I've got a podcast to edit, so... Yeah, well... <laughs> after that, then. Maybe after that, yeah. <laughs> um, Whose podcast you're at? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's... I think that's all I've really been playing that I can actually talk about properly. Yeah. Fair. Right, let's get into the horrifying news this week. <laughs> Oh man, is there a lot to talk about? Some horrifying, some not, some a bit amenaring. Um, I'll start at the top that I've labelled number one because we may as well get this hellhole out of the way. So the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out. Yep. That's uh, a thing. Uh-huh. That's a terrible, awful looking thing. Yeah. <sighs> Why did Christ. they. The stuff of nightmares. Why did they give him teeth? Out of yeah. out human of teeth. Out of human everything. teeth. That's what it. That's what it does. Yeah. Fine with teeth. Human yeah. teeth in a teeth. hedgehog. That and it, that. Just the whole character looks far too human proportioned. Yeah, yeah. that fucked me like, up, man. Yeah, just just the idea that he has like human legs and human arms and and just a. He looks standard. like a small boy in a well, kind of well, semi-realistic I, fursuit. No, have I shown you the um? The, the the costume pictures that people posted alongside it. Um, oh, are the pictures of, like Sonic costumes you can buy. Yeah, and it's and it's just like oh dear god, that's yeah, exactly it's, what it looks like. It's horrible. There's, but there's one there's one in particular that that made me giggle my fucking head off, and I'm going to try and find it. But yeah, I just don't understand. Um, here we go. <laughs> um, I just don't understand like. What possessed, like like someone must have said something, right? And you've got to know that th- this is where it comes from: is the idea that someone said, "You know, this doesn't look anything like people want it to look like." And most of the producers are probably like, "We don't care; it'll make money anyway. Put it out." Yeah, I don't think they I, really well, they, uh, took I into account. I believe they've actually said that they're looking to uh, mm. redesign the character. Yeah, yeah. The director so, said that is good, but I feel sorry for the poor animators who yeah it's are now going to have to work, work over time yeah they they um uh, to to put it best um 
I think it was was Alex Navarro of Giant Bomb put it best. Oh hey, Sounds they right. found they found out a way to put crunch into the movie industry. And I just went there like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right now. It, like, it's just so weird comparing the Sonic 3D model to yeah, the to Pikachu that. model that we're going to be seeing like in a week. Yeah. Um Bevan, did you ask what crunch was? Yeah. Uh so it's what happens when a game comes close to being Not done in a game. Deve- just a project yeah a project more than you more you hear crunch more in relation to the game industry Um, is it like where they have a last minute kind of essentially yeah it's last last minute minute. mandatory overtime uh optional mandatory overtime kind of thing and it's basically people working like you know 100 150 hour weeks um you know essentially basically being forced to um you know they're not forced to but you know um, if they don't, they get job. fired. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We're not going to make you do this, but if you don't do it, then you won't do anything ever. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. When it and when it's... it comes when it comes to you know pay reviews and redundancy passes, you know yeah. you got it. You got to impress management. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, the whole entire gaming industry has been built on that for years, and it's going to take the whole thing blowing up at some point to really really get rid of it like there are several companies out there like usually the smaller ones like the indies that are trying to get it out of that culture um but yeah it's just one of those things as he said like if you make them redesign that hedgehog that's meant to come out in november eh, that you have definitely found a way to put crunch into that that film and it's not fair on them really i i can only hope they end up delaying the movie yeah, like I would rather yeah, delay the movie than like. I mean, to be pr- quite frank, if it looks like this, I'm probably not going to go see it. I I actually think the storyline wise, it could actually be okay. I it's think just... it'd be interesting if it works in a kind of perspective where, um, Jim Carrey as um Doctor Eggman is like the main character. Well, it's it's basically his origin story. Like the, the way yeah. the trailer looks, is it looks like it's his origin story, which I think is hilarious. It's it's him going going insane trying to. St- you're trying to hedgehog. prevent this you know, literal alien, this horrifying yeah, blue alien, <laughs> with electric fur, from doing anything. I think. Yeah. I think so. I read. Um, I read something uh, earlier this week. Um, so when Sonic um, goes like supersonic and causes that power uh, power outage on what was it the northwest coast? Yeah. I think someone calculated he he killed like a thousand babies. Yeah, yeah. Someone did. Yeah, it was it was a I think it was a Reddit comment that someone posted, and he did the math of like the hospitals in the area, then calculated how many babies on average any one time are in incubator units, and like did all the math, and then was like, yeah. So Sonic's a mass baby murderer. Um, <laughs> was it an EMP that he caused, or was it just yeah, like yeah. A... like that's that's ah. the theory is that like it's like okay. a proper. Proper so not even generators would have worked, right? Yeah, it's just a proper proper electromagnetic pulse because of how fast he was going at that one time. And that's the other thing. That trailer could not have been more on the goddamn nose. Why Gangster's Paradise? Nice. Yeah, that's the one thing. First how dare off. they use a parody of Weird Al Yankovic's Amish Paradise? <laughs> For sake. Fun fact, there, there's actually a 12-year-old <laughs> video on YouTube which is a Sonic AMV using Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, which is where a lot of people are like, oh, I wonder if that's where they got it from. Ugh. Like, I just... 
but then like gangster's paradise okay it's from the 90s sure maybe you could have easily gotten someone to do a cover of like green hill zone or something like that that would have been, been 10 so times much better, better. Right, just get a pop punk band or someone to do a cover of like or even just do a proper orchestral version get dead um, mouse of, to do it yeah or just something like that right get an electronic version of it like a proper one without you know the 16 bit music and on just, the plus, just do it. on the plus side someone has managed to make essentially a um gangsters paradise zone kind of demix of that song okay. as a sonic <sighs> level See, see, okay. That at least the one thing to come out of all of this is good memes, right? Stuff we can laugh at, at the very least. We're laughing at the film, technically, yes, or the trailer, but still. Yeah. But the thing for me as well was the idea that they used the line "Every hero has a genesis." For Christ's sake, there's three quarters of the world where that has a completely different meaning. Every hero has a Mega Drive. <laughs> like, like, you need to think about that. Is that the UK, I don't even know if Japan had Genesis. Like, the UK had Mega Drive. Europe had Mega Drive. Most other places had I Mega mean, Drive. And it just makes me laugh. If yeah. this film had come out, like, a year later and, you know, Pokemon come out and it was really popular and, I don't know, maybe Nintendo released another movie, you know they would have gone with Sonic does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. That ancient line they used... Yeah, back, back, in back in the day. And this is another example of like people are making all jokes of, and, and Bevan, I'm sorry for this because I know you were a Sega, Sega kid. What a but nerd. It's the, but it's the, idea, it, it's the idea that like people are creating the, the recreating the thing and just going, it's good to see Nintendo still winning the console war. <laughs> Instead, it's just with films this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, no, it's it's, it's just it. kind of funny. But like... I, I don't know how they just could have... Oh, and the other thing was, is one of the memes I saw, and I don't know if, if you remember this bit from the trailer, but where he chucks a ring behind uh, two people who are falling, and it teleports them somewhere. Someone captured that and just said Doctor Strange from 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much it. Like, yeah, I just... They just got it so... Like, again, I don't think the story could be awful. I actually think the story actually could be okay. It doesn't matter, though, really. Yeah, it's like it's so overshadowed, like at this point, and that's the problem. <laughs> Shadow, yeah. no. That, so Uganda Knuckles is going to be in this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's going to be the end credit, the post credit scene. I hope so. Um, okay. How horrifying! I'm glad yeah. they're doing a redesign. I'm glad that they've said that they they'll at least look into it because yeah, I... it sucks for the people who are working on the film, but yeah. for the film. Like I think that I think that's a good thing. I kind of hope they re like I kind of hope they do a model swap and just re-release the trailer. Like I really hope they're yeah. able to do something. Something. Maybe Let's make hope it's something as something easy like as just like if they've got the skeleton in there already, and if the skeleton's animated, and all they yeah. have to do is change the model, and, then that would make yeah. sense because yeah, the render like times, if, whatever, doesn't matter. Was, yeah, it's going to have to be rendered one way or the other. Yeah, but, but like they're not going to have to have like you know twenty animators in there watching it render. So it it'll be chucked onto a render farm and it'll do it in the background. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, the second topic is uh <laughs> is a bit interesting. <laughs> this is one of Chris's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll go with the headline. Mass yes. 
Mass <laughs> even that part Mass Effect. Um, do you want do you want me to take over? Because clearly you're you're too much of a prude. Not prude. <laughs> it's just making me laugh. Um, Mass Effect inspired porn game is now one of the biggest gaming kickstarters of all time. Chris, I will actually let you explain this one, however. <laughs> sure. So, um, Subverse, which is a game being created by, I've forgotten the name of the company, Studio something or other. Oh, Sorry, no, I'm completely wrong. FOW Interactive. Yeah. There you go. Fall. <laughs> Who you might, you might have heard of if you spent any amount of time oh God, on the... uh, trying to search Overwatch with uh, Safe Search turned off. They, they, um,. They live in. They're apparently from Great Yarmouth in in, in Norfolk. They're locals. Oh, that's they're UK amazing. based. Incredible. Let's get them on the podcast. You joke, but I bet they would. <laughs> I don't think we have that kind of pull. Not yet, we don't. Once we have them on, we will. That's Catch Twenty Two. Anyway, carry on, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, suffice to say, these these guys make a lot of Overwatch uh, porn. Uh, like a knows. lot. Like a fucking lot. <laughs> Um, there's more Overwatch porn than there is Overwatch content. Ten, yeah, well, yeah, you're not wrong, unfortunately. Um, so from what I understand, it is a shoot 'em up, um, which means bullet hell kind of, uh, you know, side scrolling, vertical, left to right, um, kind of gameplay. But obviously, there is the uh, waifu pornographic aspect of it as well, which I... Oh, and there's also XCOM gameplay, isn't there? Yeah, it's kind of taking the um, the kind of things that Mass Effect was known for in the media. You remember when Mass Effect 1 came out and everyone was kicking up a stink because, you know, you could have sex with alien girls. Yeah. But you, you didn't really. It, it, was, it was like a PG-13 thing of, oh, okay, they started kissing and then it cut to black. Yeah, fade to black. Um... But except this, it doesn't fade to black. Yeah, it doesn't it fade to black. Does it definitely does not fade to black. <laughs> it doesn't fade to black, and it just goes to the extreme. Like, I was genuinely considering backing it, because the actual gameplay genuinely looks quite good. And then I scrolled down and went, okay, no. Why not? Not my kind of thing. It's all in, all in good fun. I know, mm. but it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I guess I just want... The gameplay, I don't need the other part of it, if that makes sure, sense. Sure, I, I can understand that. But I'll just know, go and watch that on Pornhub. Everyone and, like, everyone kicks up a fuss because there's a titty, but, you know, then goes I, and, I'm, then I'm, goes I'm, and I'm, murders 3,000 people without blat- batting an eye. Look, I'm not Sonic the Hedgehog, it's fine. <laughs> um, um, No, the thing for me is I, is I think that's not what I need in a game, if that makes sense. I don't care that it's there, each to their own. But it's the kind of thing that I'll just go watch that on Pornhub. And you know, people on YouTube do those supercuts of like all the cutscenes in a game, and they turn it into a movie. I'll just uh-huh. go and watch them on Pornhub. Sure, I'll just go do that instead. No, I I think it's it's nice that you're th- being so open about your browsing habits. <laughs> I think the thing for me on this though is you can see there's a lot of effort being put into it. Oh yeah, th- this is a, this is a serious production. There there is yeah. some. Quality with a capital Q A L I T and Y. Yeah. Like I do feel like this is. I'm happy that they're putting that amount of effort into it, and they feel comfortable to put that amount of effort into a game that's on Kickstarter. Because you hear so many horror stories. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I want to see how this turns out, but this, like the way that it looks like 
looking through the Kickstarter, the way the delivery is set up, it sounds to me like they're not far off having it completed. Um, and most yeah. of this is almost like a final push. Like, by the looks of things, the release is January 2020, I think. Um, and it's just some of the extras come in July this year. So, like, for me, I, I think... Okay, so it's going to go into early access in June, basically. Um, or they get an early access copy for if you back it. But either way, like, you know, you hear so many horror stories about Kickstarters, for, for especially for video games. You know, I've only backed one video game on Kickstarter, and that was Ukulele, and I wasn't disappointed, but plenty of people were. And mm. you've got the horror story of Mighty Number no. 9, the Mega Man spiritual successor, which just turned out to be absolutely garbage after several delays and everything else. And there's so many on there that you, you keep hearing about the horror stories. But what makes me kind of happy here is that so, like, so many people have been happy to to go for not only a game on Kickstarter, but this kind of game on Kickstarter, and they blew past their fucking goal. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go for the uh, £250 pledge. Nice. <laughs> There's a £350 <laughs> one, you know. I'm nah, they're all sold out. <laughs> the £350 and £750 ones are all sold out. I am delighted that this game is doing so well on Kickstarter, and I'll be real, I will play it when it comes out. Mm. I mean, I, I, I picked up Honey Pop. I loved Honey Pop. Fantastic Match 3 game. Again, yeah, this is the thing with a lot of these games. The rest was a just... bonus. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these games just seem to have like a ton of good gameplay, which is just it's it's funny because you don't associate it, you know, not like it's not the first thing that comes into your head when you say match three game. Actually, Chris, for you it might be because you played Honey Pop, but what I mean is is if I say match three t- game to you, Bevan, what do you think of? I have no idea. See, for me, it's it's Bejeweled or like Candy Crush. Okay, but that's what I mean. Is is you don't have that association. A lot of people don't have that kind of association. But I just I think it's. I would like to see it actually, on a on a list. I want to see like top ten Kickstarters, gaming Kickstarters of all time. I want to see how far up this is actually in the list. Uh, it's, it's like super duper up there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm trying to figure out what else might have been been up there. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm completely okay with it. I just find I guess I find it funny in a way. Yeah. It always keeps coming back to porn on this podcast. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> All the way since episode one. Yep. If there's anything consistent, it's always that. Um, moving swiftly on. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Speaking of porn. Yeah, Epic Games. What? Um, no. Let's go. Let's go to the one. The other one that's actually kind of about porn. Yeah. Let's oh, go to number Elliot, four. What you're okay, miss- All right. All right. What okay. you're missing when you host the podcast is you just make these. Sharp cuts in between topics. <laughs> so, all right, segment over. On to the next. What you need to do is you need to smoothly transition. So, speaking of porn, 
Pun intended. Such as the places where you might have seen FOW Interactive's Overwatch animations. <laughs> Smash Brothers uh, has right. become the best-selling fighting game of all time. <laughs> look, <laughs> it maybe look. Okay, I can I can I go with the, the, this this next yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Verizon. Yeah. So ages ago, when uh, Tumblr got bought by Verizon. Ages um, ago, that was like a year ago. Yeah, it feels like ages ago. Well, they they very swiftly Verizon were like, oh, we don't want to be associated in prudeness. They um they banned not safe for work content, and it's funny because that's what Tumblr was most well known for. Exactly, yeah. Tumblr got very angry. Uh, I don't even go on Tumblr, and I got very angry because I just think that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> yeah. that is what well, Tumblr is you know, all the about. times you might have wanted to go on Tumblr. What was the point now? What, what are you going to look at? You know what? There was a blog on Tumblr that I really, really, really enjoyed, and it was a very not safe for work blog. But you know, I didn't go on it very, very regularly. It was uh, Anime Titties Weekly. No, it was. I'm not going to go into it anyway. Um, Verizon now want to sell Tumblr because obviously it's not performing as well as it did since. Oh, so Yahoo sold it, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was owned by Yahoo. Yeah. So Yahoo sold. They sold it because it wasn't fact, performing it, very I'm pretty well. Sure, I'm pretty sure the the block came in while Yahoo still owned it. You might be right, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm I pretty think sure they maybe, did maybe that, that so that it made it more appealing Verizon. for another buyer. Yeah. So Verizon would go, oh, we'll, we'll buy it if you block all the porn. I don't know why. And oh, Yahoo- yeah, because then it look, Yahoo looks like the bad guy rather than Verizon. Yeah. So yeah, okay, um, there we yeah, go. Yeah, who are going scratching the back of their heads, going, I guess. We don't want this, and yeah, okay. So Verizon bought it, and I don't know why Verizon would want it, but whatever. Um, I don't know why so, any mobile carrier. <laughs> so obviously they they don't look like the bad guys. They they don't want to be associated with not safe for work stuff because it's their brand image, whatever. Yada yada yada. Uh, however, yeah. a company that doesn't really care about not safe for work for their brand image is Pornhub, and they yeah. have seriously said that they will in fact buy Tumblr. If if you know the offer's good, um, and I just think that's fucking amazing because well, it think, would pun it intended. Would be in, it would be pretty impressive. I yeah. I I love what Pornhub does as a company because they are so they don't give a shit about. The oh fact no, they don't give they, a shit. They make so much money from porn, and they're just like, yeah. So well, you know, that, yeah, I think they even probably... made an Avengers Endgame original. Spoof, <laughs> probably. I'm sure yeah, they did. I need to look me. into that. But I mean, there'll pro- there'll probably be a Pokemon one out before the, the end of the month. Oh yeah. god, don't. but they Let's they are doing Pornhub originals now. Could you imagine is... the Sonic the Hedgehog one? Please no. Wait, what do you mean? Everyone would ju- everyone would just complain about how Sonic looks. What do you mean Pornhub originals? It's not like everything's a derivative work. <laughs> no, I mean people <laughs> people submit things to Pornhub, but Pornhub out and they have. Oh. Okay, have, that's have what they, they mean they by originals. Produ- what I mean they is produ- Pornhub. So, they- I was thinking like, <laughs> I was thinking along the same lines as like Netflix originals. Yeah, no, no, that no, is, no, that no, is no. The same. Yeah. They have okay. They have two sections. They have two sections. I'll be clear. I didn't realize you guys were so well informed. I mean, you have you're to, not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Look, 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 All right. Chris plays Honey Pop and is, is invested in Subverse. We know where he gets his fix. Okay, fair. Yeah, I, um, I prefer mine in two dimensions. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, never taken that back now. (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, we found the title of this week's episode as well. So, (laughs) um, Uh, so they have they have Pornhub Community, which is like people's real uploads, and like people make money off them, like YouTube. Um, and then they have the actual Pornhub Originals, which is like Netflix. Questions: Is their monetization policy better than YouTube? Probably. Well, they don't have um, 
So they have banner ads. They don't have in-stream yeah. ads. Yeah, they don't have in-stream ads. So they, yes. They, yeah. In theory, yes. Man, I would I would love to see a porno that's interrupted halfway through to give an advert <laughs> to give an advert for Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> Squarespace. Oh my Are you God. looking to make your own porn website? Come to no. I mean, ExpressVPN or something <laughs> that would probably be appropriate. Yeah, not... yeah. Are you in the UK? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Soon, if you... <laughs> yeah, you're in the UK. Soon, you won't be able to watch porn. Here's yeah. a code to NordVPN. Yeah, yeah. One free month of NordVPN. You better come <laughs> back because otherwise you're screwed, and so is she. Speaking of that, wasn't there a whole kerfuffle about the company that owns Pornhub also has like a VPN so, service and are involved with um, so, the, the, a big supporter of the porn block? So I think. Um, Just a hmm emoji what? right there. Hang on. So it's MindGeek who own Pornhub. That's right. And, and they're supporting the porn block? I think they were one of the companies lobbying for it or something like that. Uh, no, no, they're, they're a part of the, uh, in the US, they are a part of the Association of Sites Advocating Child Protection, apparently. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Which is, a, right, is that's, that's harder to argue against. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's essentially just no child porn on anything we have. You can go fuck yourself if you do it. We're going to arrest you, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically, so this is interesting. Most of their funding actually comes from sponsoring companies in the adult industry. So that's actually quite clever. So they 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 go hand in hand. This is the way the UK should be doing it. You go hand in hand with the actual protection agency instead of like just outright blocking everything. You assume anyone's actually thought that far ahead, other than just oh, of course they the have. They never do. Of course they don't. They never do. But no. Anyway. Um, yeah, Tumblr and buying yes. and uh, yeah. Um, so basically, the um, Pornhub VP. Um, said to BuzzFeed um, basically that, that Pornhub is really, they're extremely interested, his words, uh, in buying Tumblr and <laughs> direct quote, they're very much looking forward to one day restoring it to its former glory with not safe for work content, which I think is amazing. Well, look, out of everything, Pornhub actually do genuinely outside of everything else, outside of like, you know, that they actually do a lot of good work. They plant trees legitimately. Yep. They donate to breast cancer charities, good ones, not the shitty ones. Like, as in, not the ones that raise awareness, the ones that actually do the research. Mm-hmm. And they do it do the same for like uh, prostate and bowel cancer ones for men. They and do educational stuff on there as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's also. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, and one of you hopefully will be able to remember. But there's a guy on there, and he's one of these community uploads. He's got quite famous. He uploads non-pornographic content. Like, it's straight up him doing stuff. I think uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, 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 need I think to look someone's his name. memed think, about it, and I didn't really take I, much notice. I think his name is... I want to say Ryan Creamer. <laughs> with a name with a name like that, you'd we would be on Pornhub. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's, he writes for college humor as well. Oh, okay. Well they um, actually do oh. like they're they're they do a lot for the adult industry anyway. Like obviously yeah. they, they have to support it because it's how they make money. But they yeah. they do really good work protecting the workers of the adult industry as well. 
yeah. and making sure that only the right people see it. It's not like yeah. they're not trying to force it at everyone. They 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 understand the the rules and stuff. Not everyone. Laws. Yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're very smart. No, it. Yeah, but yeah, if if Pornhub buys buys Tumblr, I think that's going to be hilarious. Can't I mean, wait. To be honest, I think the damage is already done for Tumblr. Well, the damage is already done, but I think if they make a big enough fuss about Pornhub buying it. I think you will find would. a lot of people going back. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to. The people who uh the people who want to use Tumblr for uh, in the sense of what it once was are the same people that would go, "Ha, Pornhub bought it. Okay, I'm going to use it now." Yeah. It's like, oh, "Cool. Now I know a good company owns sure. it." Yeah. I mean, I would imagine the people who were seriously using it for that purpose will have already migrated over to something I think else. Newgrand, I think was one of the most common ones. Really? New- Interesting. Hell. Yeah, there was a big resurgence for Newgrounds. All the, hmm. all the adult artists moving over there. Newgrounds never thought... had a problem with that kind of stuff. I, well, no, I know that, but... Um... I bet you do. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um... No, to be fair, the main thing I used to watch on Newgrounds was the weird Flash games and stuff like that. Really, ah, like, Flash games, shitty yeah. I, ones. I know what you mean. Well, yeah, Chris, I should hope so, considering. Honeypop, Subverse something else i don't know um no i i um i would have thought a lot of them also just would have started launching patreons oh yeah i like, forgot patreon focusing really more a... on yeah I they mean, don't I'm they pr- don't give a shit i'm pretty sure we've fiber. spoken about how much um people make off of patreon porn basically yeah. Yeah. yeah in fact i'm pretty sure fow is one of those companies probably that would make sense but um yeah like supposedly uh, you always hear this about like um, artists that do commissions. They constantly just get porn requests. Like you, you hear, you hear this like tons, and they're like, "No, I have a Patreon, but everyone keeps asking me to do this," and it's just like, but apparently most of them do it because there's a like people will pay through the nose for it. Which to me is quite interesting because when you I hear know, people who, asking in for this normal, day and age, who the hell pays for porn? For, well, I'm not kidding. No, right? it's custom I mean, porn. Get, it's bespoke porn. Yeah, I porn. guess. Yeah, that. <laughs> There's your podcast title: bespoke it's n- porn. <laughs> no, no, no. It, hang on. It's not just porn. It's MNS porn. There. Oh, right, there's your podcast title. Um. No, I. I, I don't know. Actually, I'm I, pretty sure if that's the title, then this this episode not is not staying up. <laughs> no. <laughs> we get contacted by MNS over Twitter, going, "Can you take that the fuck down, please?" Because, you know, we have that much pull. Yeah. Apparently. Absolutely. Um, I'm pretty sure we've been talking about porn for at least half an hour now. Yeah. Look, I, I like tried to move on. <laughs> no, you don't get to. Right. Shall we now? move on? Yes. Yeah. Um, Rocket League's devs getting bought out by Epic Games. Fuck Epic Games. Oh, goody. Yeah. I, look, I, I appreciate what Epic Games is doing in terms of the split between the devs and, and everything else. Like, they're taking a 12% cut and giving the developers and publishers 88%. But at the same time, it's just, it, like, please stop. Like, it just, it, like, don't, like, buying out a studio is, okay, whatever. Like, Microsoft did that earlier in the year. They bought out, bought a load of studios. But Rocket League, you know, came out, I think it was something like 2015, it blew up because it was free on PlayStation Plus, it has still got quite a big following, it has cosmetics in the game, blah blah blah, you know, it's got this huge following on Steam, it now I think has workshop maps, 
um, for it for people doing custom game modes and all sorts of stuff. And there's been hints that because Epic Games have bought it, now they did come out after the backlash and say, we've got no plans to remove it from Steam at the moment. But the rumour has it is that, you know, they're going to take it off Steam and it's only going to be available through the Epic Store. Now, what that means for the cross-play stuff, I don't know. So, um, for reference, um, PC players can play with console players, but they can only, from what I understand, play with one or the other, if that makes sense. So, if you find a load of PlayStation players, you'll join, and then it might be that you join a load of Xbox players, but those two can't cross over. Um, Yeah, I, I don't really appreciate this because... Psionics were an independent developer, and don't get me wrong, Rocket League is built on Unreal. It is built on on the Unreal Engine, which of course is by Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just kind of getting sick and tired now of of Epic being what feels like. I I feel like they're going the wrong way about making their footprint known in, in yeah. the PC gaming market. I, I really feel like buying up these exclusives and and the big one for me is still Metro because the game was up for pre-order and right up until like a week before the game was due to come out. And then all of a sudden Epic go, we're buying you. We're buying you out. We're, it's only on Epic Store. And you know they obviously have to honor pre-orders on Steam. But it was the idea that they just went out straight up a week before release, bought this game out, said it's only releasing on the Epic Store and PC. It's like that's not how you go about it. Like just like just do competitive um pricing, do competitive uh or do like a uh I don't know, what do you call it? Um appealing. I can't remember the name. Attractive, there you go. Attractive cut for the developers versus everything else. And you'll have customers and actually get your store up and running with cloud saves and currency support. Like, that's the big thing for a lot of people, is um, is the Epic Game Store doesn't support a lot of local currencies for people, whereas Steam supports a ton now. Um, A lot of people don't want to buy on the Epic Store because, like, they're getting shafted by getting the US dollar price, whereas if it was their currency, it'd actually be a lot cheaper. Um, Yeah, I... I I can't condone, like, not that I have any clout in the gaming industry or anything, but I I just can't fucking condone this. I don't condone this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just upsets me. You know, it's just, it's just annoying. I think uh, it's... Epic Games come across as very anti-competitive. They very much want to dominate the market, and that is bad for consumers on so many levels. I yeah. I get that Steam dominates, but they've got an amazing platform, and that's why they currently dominate. But they're not exclusive. Yeah. Like Steam, no, Steam don't have a, an exclusive clause. It's not like a, if you're on here, you can't be yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, and it's and it's not like they're buying games out to be on there exclusively. Yeah, they're just that's providing the a platform. Just... They're not buying yeah. the developers, which is great. And and. The, I think literally the only issue is 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 for the developers, and I do think a part of this is kind of fair enough. You you would like that eighty eight percent, yeah, right. You would you would you would like that eighty eight percent because I think the current, uh, I think the current Steam cut is seventy to the developer, thirty to Valve. Depends on the size of the game, but yes. Yeah, I yeah I believe it. Indies it's, it's, for indies, it's a bit better. For AAA, it's worse. 
Is it? Does it also depend on sales as well? It changes at a yeah. So if you're an indie developer yeah, it and it suddenly something. and it suddenly takes off, then yeah, it changes. But I mean, you know, you know, the best option for developers and uh, to to any developers out there wanting to get their game onto a platform, um, you could just go to Discord and get ninety percent. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I just I just feel like I don't know. I mean, to be fair, uh, Randy Pitchford. Uh, is it Randy Pitchford? I, I don't want to fuck this up. Uh, Tim Sweeney, there we go. Um, you know, he came out on Twitter a little while ago and basically called out Valve and said, uh, we'll stop chasing after exclusives and stop paying people and we'll take away all the... Ex- like, we'll honour our current contracts, but we'll drop all the exclusives, like all the exclusivity rights and stuff like that if Valve match their policy. And I kind of want Valve to call his bluff on that. I kind of do and I kind of don't. I kind of don't want them to give in, but at the same time, I kind of want him to eat his words a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, everyone's been complaining about it on Twitter and he has been nothing but a dick about the whole thing. Like, if you go and look, there's, the like, he just... It's not what gamers want. No, exactly. And it's like... And now what you'll find is that probably some games are going to avoid trying to be exclusive. They're going to be declining offers from Epic because it's going to hurt their game sales instead. Yeah. Like, I I can't imagine that a game... Like, if you look at a game that, that maybe has released on both platforms, I cannot imagine that Epic has more sales. And I would reckon that, okay, so the easiest one to, to talk about now, because it's only going to be a six-month window. Um, Borderlands 3, for the first six months, is only going to be on the Epic Games Store. I am going to laugh, because I reckon, and I will eat happily eat my words if this doesn't happen, but I'm going to laugh when, you know, those six months are over, the game releases on Steam, and the Steam sales just skyrocket compared to how it how it did on Epic Game Store. Like I cannot imagine that that those that there's any kind of parity at the minute between those two. Well that like, really wouldn't surprise reason... me. If uh if Steam manages to outsell Epic Games yeah. in like the the weekend yeah. it goes live or something. Yeah, exactly. Like I just don't see like people install the Epic launcher on PC because they wanted to play Fortnite. Right? The difference is, is a lot of the kids that play Fortnite are probably either playing on their phones or playing on a games console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people most likely playing on PC are people who play PC games anyway. Therefore, they probably have Steam installed, and they probably have a Steam account. They probably have and many, like, many games in their Steam accounts. On Steam, yeah. They're not going to go to the Epic Game Store for a third-party game. A lot of them may not be the most patient people, and a lot of people don't actually care. Like, you will find some comments with, like, people don't care where they get their games. But a lot of them, the thing for me is, a lot of people compare it to the idea of Origin and New Play, but it's not the same. Origin has EA games, and they sell other games, but you will actually, interestingly enough, if you buy a game that's on Steam on Origin, you actually get the Steam key as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
you actually get the Steam key as well. It's a platform but, for their games, a platform and a marketplace yeah. for their games. And yeah, yeah I get it, they the don't... same with Uplay. It's not a games platform, yeah. it's a Ubisoft yeah, it's, platform. It's, if, if Epic were just making their games exclusive to the Epic launcher and not buying out all these other people, I think a lot more people would actually be a bit receptive to them. Yeah. But they're being dicks about it, and the gaming community, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but uh, a large majority, I'm sure, the gaming community, that they don't appreciate the fact that Epic Games is being a dick about it, and out of principle, gamers are proud people, Um, you know, out of principle, a lot of us are going to be, you know, fuck you, Epic Games, boycott. Yeah, and and it's especially like that towards... um... You know, it's it's we're getting the same situation on PC as a console exclusive, essentially. Yeah, like, we're quite lucky because all we need to do, in theory, is install another launcher, right? Yeah. But to be honest, um, you know, it, it's kind of one one and the same. Is is that I don't really want to install another launcher, to be honest. Like I've got fucking enough already. <laughs> You know, I have Origin installed, I have Uplay installed, I have Battle.net installed, I have Steam installed. Technically, I have Discord. I don't use it for games, but it's there. You know, I I don't know. They're just going the wrong way about getting their audience. Yeah, I guess. I, <sighs> I just... Sorry to put a downer on the podcast. I just fucking... <laughs> See, we were having such a good time when we were just talking about yeah, porn. Yeah, to go and ruin it. And port porn and Sonic. <laughs> Sonic porn. Dumb no. Sonic porn, what? No. As, as I said, as I said, you got to wait to see the porn parody of the Sonic movie to see if they do... The Pornhub original. Better. Porn see, parody. the Pornhub original, I bet you anything, will get the, uh, the CGI Sonic correct. <laughs> That's the thing. They're going to get all the proportions correct because they have to. Yeah, I've made a mistake being on this podcast. Just in general, no. not it's this specific episode, just the podcast. It didn't even take us fifteen episodes to start talking about Sonic porn. <laughs> well, I mean, it never does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I'm not to round that up. I'm not happy how Sonic looks. I'm not happy that Sonic <laughs> is getting bought out by Epic Games. However, we're delighted happy- about. Pornhub buying Tumblr, <laughs> and the uh, the 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 porn shoot 'em up getting a ridiculous amount of money on Kickstarter. Christ, I'm so glad none of my family listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, they don't. Yeah, not yet. Right, I uh, I think we're done. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm done. <laughs> In general. Or... We're done. Yeah, he's yeah. done. Never, never coming on the podcast again. He's fucking done. I'm out. See you later. He's got his um, head on his desk. <laughs> were yeah, it, were it so easy? He- head in, head in his hands. You know. No, I. Mean, I uh... Going back to speaking into the microphone, <laughs> rather um, than into the, into the desk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well. That has been episode fourteen of the the Stepcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. Do you want to know where you can find us? Hopefully Not you do. Not on Pornhub. Hope. Hope. Hopefully you heard that correctly. And hopefully, what I mean is, shit, I need to start actually talking. Uh huh. Um, no, 
basically, if you want to find us anywhere, you can find it, find the rest of the episodes all in a nice list, sorry, the latest episode and links to where you can listen to all the other episodes at www.stepcast.steptax.wit. Except drop the www. Well, you don't have to use it, yeah. Well, no, if you use the www.stepcast.steptax.win, it won't work. So it's well, that's man, Eddie, you're awful at this. Stepcast. Well, I am awful at this. Stepcast.steptax.win. Right, don't fucking go searching the World Wide Web for Thank us. You. you won't find us. <laughs> and social media. We have a Twitter. Just search Stepcast. I'm sure you'll find it. It's got the logo on it. You'll know where it is. You know who it is. And social media for the rest of us. Chris, where can we find you? Twitch.tv slash Greylander. I'm also on Twitter at the Greylander, but I don't post stuff. Do anything. <laughs> and Bevan, where can we find you? Twitch.tv forward slash Terrafor. I am also on Twitter and Instagram at Bevan93. Cool. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Fire and at Twitter, Elliot W. Barker. You're not going to want to look at my Twitter either. I don't do anything either. I am the only Man, one what an exciting, what an exciting series of hosts we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. For social media everyone. presence. What social media presence? Hey, not a lot. I have some. Hey, look, some. I tweet not a lot. Some. I post on Instagram sometimes. I haven't posted since May last year on Instagram. All right. Right. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye, dorks. Bye, dorks.